Okay, praise the Lord. You know, it's just good that we already, we don't start our Christian life thinking, well, I wonder if this is true, you know, because there's something about the reality of Jesus, like that picture there, he stands at the door and knocks, and that's written to Christians. You have your own experience with him, and you have to deal with that. You go, well, he has done things for me, and I know he's there. So we just pick up with the Bible as though it's true, and of course it is. It's so easy to disprove this thing, just find some lies, and you can't find them. It's the beauty of it being a historical book. But anyway, uh, Genesis to Exodus again. I mean, Genesis to Revelation, complete history. But anyway, let's jump straight on in where we were with these kings. First and second kings, why is there not a third kings and fourth kings? Well, they lost their nation. Okay. Okay. But remember, they, they only lost it for 70 years, and then they got to come back. So that's where we picked up with, if you'll notice in your Bible, uh, history, 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 first kings, second kings, first and chronicles, almost the same as first and second kings. They're similar stories. Chronologically written, it's easy. Uh, and then all of a sudden there's Ezra. Well, the last verses in Second Chronicles tell us uh, it happened just like the prophet Jeremiah said. In other words, Nebuchadnezzar came and got him. They hauled him off. Okay, we picked up in Ezra. Now, Ezra is a, he's a, a, a priest, a high priest. And he got to go back to uh, uh, the promised land. And anyway, uh, when they got back, uh, oh... You know, they're still under Persian rule. The Persians still ran the country. But the king of Cyrus, uh, he said, and it was, it's just like the Lord told him. The Lord said, uh, the Lord told King Cyrus, stirred up, you know, it's almost like the Lord stirred up uh, the British and the Americans or whatever when we put uh, Israel back together as a nation in, uh, over there just back in 1940-something, whatever that was. But anyway, so they're starting to rebuild the temple. Well, the bad guys are in the neighboring area is they want to discourage them. So here's where we pick up. When the enemies of Benjamin and Judah, remember that's two tribes of Israel. That's, remember that's the SEC. Remember there's 12. There's, we named some Naphtali, Reuben, Simeon, Judah, Benjamin, that would be six. Name some more. Joseph, two sons would be Manasseh and Ephraim. Anyway, you could do that. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's see. When okay, here we go. When the enemies okay, they heard that Israel, that the exiles had returned and were rebuilding the temple. Remember, that's a major praise report. God. They approached Zerubbabel. Now, who's he? He's a descendant of David, and he was set up by uh, the king of Persia to uh, to be the king or whatever. He's actually mayor, whatever you want to talk about, because they weren't getting their nation completely set up, but. They, He's a descendant of David. Guess what? I'll tell you this. We'll get to this in a minute. But he's one of Jesus's great, 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 ten. Ten granddads. Ten from him is Jesus. Do you know when Adam was born or created? When Adam was created, ten from him was Noah. Ten from him is amazing. Was Abraham. And then from Abraham, you can get to right here pretty quick. Okay. These guys, now these were Canaanites. Hey, let us work with you, for we're just as interested in your God as you are. We've sacrificed to him ever since King Esarhaddon of Assyria brought us here. No chance. Remember, you have to be uh, ceremonially pure and all this kind of stuff. Look what they said. But Zerubbabel and Jeshua, that's like Joshua. It's not the same Joshua. That was a long time earlier. He's a high priest. And the other Jewish leaders, no, you may not have no part in this work. The temple of God of Israel must be... See, somebody was reading. Somebody knew. Remember in the years of King Josiah, uh, they found the Bible. <laughs> anyway, 
It's got to be built by the Israelis, just as King Cyrus has commanded. Then the local residents tried to discourage and frighten them by sending agents to tell lies to them about King Cyrus. This went on during his entire reign and lasted until King Darius took the throne. Afterwards, when King Ahasuerus, now that's your book of Esther right there, okay, began to reign, they wrote him a letter of accusation against the people of Judah in Jerusalem and did the same thing during the reign of, we'll just call him Art, Artaxerxes or whatever, King Art, okay, and names these guys. Uh, Bishlam, Meredith, and anyway, their associates wrote a letter to him in the Arabic language, and it was translated. Others participated, was the governor of this guy, this guy, this guy. In other words, these guys were mad that Israel was doing what? Building the temple back. Whoopee! To each his own. No. You're always going to hit persecution if you love Jesus. It's just something fishy about that. You try to read the book of, book of uh, uh, whatever, the Muslim, the, the Koran, you can read it all day long. You try to spend time in your Bible and you'll be like, all kind of distractions. It's just so funny to see that. Why can't I read my Bible? I am going to read my Bible. <laughs> Phone rings. Or you'll have thoughts. God, I wonder what's going on. I'm the... Read your Bible. There's something about that. Okay, anyway, so they're all mad. They're building the, 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 the temple back. Men from several other nations. They had been taken from their own lands by the great noble Onaspar and relocated Jerusalem. See all the details? Now, they're talking about when Nebuchadnezzar... When Nebuchadnezzar took over Jerusalem, he brought a bunch of people from, ne- from Babylon and set them up. That's what he's saying. The, he hauled off the Jews. Anyway, throughout the neighboring lands west of the Euphrates River. Notice all these things. Samaria, Euphrates River, uh, Jerusalem. Myth, myth, myth. No, it's not. Look at this. Here's a copy of the doggone letter. Uh, Sir, greetings from your loyal subjects west of the Euphrates River. Please... Be, uh, excuse me. Please be informed that the Jews sent from Jerusalem, from Babylon, are rebuilding this historic, rebellious, evil city. Now, remember, King Cyrus said, "Do it. Build that city." Now they're hitting some resistance. Here, watch this. They've already rebuilt its walls. They've repaired the foundations. But we wish you to know that if this city is rebuilt, it'll be much to your disadvantage. For the Jews then will refuse to pay taxes to you. In other words, you can't win for losing. And if you start thinking that what, if you're worried about what other people think, this is such a great story. It don't matter what other people think. Put Jesus first and watch what happens. He'll take care of it. Since we are grateful to you as our patron, I'll butter him up. We do not want to see you taken advantage of and dishonored in this. What do they care? They hate the Jews. They hate you serving Jesus. We decided to send you this information. We suggest, now look at this. We suggest that you search the ancient records and discover what a rebellious city this has been. In fact, it was destroyed because of its long history of sedition against the kings and countries who attempted to control it. We wish you to declare... Now remember, this was all... This, this is fables. Well, how come these guys knew? It's not fables. We wish to declare that if this city is rebuilt and the walls finished, you might as well forget about this part of your empire, empire beyond the Euphrates. It'll be lost to you. Then the king made this reply. To Governor Rehum and Shemaiah. And anyway, the king said, oh, I didn't know that. Okay, whatever. Here's what he says. Ah, and Shemaiah the scribe, you know, the monkey. Nobody wrote things down. Yes, they did. Record, record, record. Anyway, here's what he said. Gentlemen's greetings. The letter you sent's been translated to me to read. 
I've ser- I've ordered a search of the records and have indeed found that Israel, no, that Jerusalem has in times past been a hotbed of insurrection against many kings. In fact, rebellion and sedition are normal there. I find, moreover, that there have been some very great kings. Aha! David and Solomon. Whoa! And also a few others. Hezekiah and some others. Who've ruled the entire land beyond the Euphrates and received vast tribute, custom, and toll. Therefore, I command that these men... Now, wait a minute. God sent them back and God said build. Now they're told, time out. It's okay. Watch what happens. I command these men must stop till I've investigated the matter more. Don't delay. We must not permit this situation to get out of control. Watch what happens. When this letter from King Art was read to, anyway, that governor or whatever, they're going, ha, 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 ha. You know, look at this. They hurried to Jerusalem and forced the Jews to stop building. So the work ended in the second year. Look at the time frame. Now watch this. We don't read this next year. Boom. But look at this. There were prophets in Jerusalem at that time. Haggai. Please turn to Haggai 2, whatever. Wait a minute. And Zechariah, son of Iddo, who brought these messages from God. To Zerubbabel, okay, now he's the, basically the Jews king. He's the line of David. And to Joshua, okay, son of, anyway, look at that, encouraging them to begin building again. So they did. And the prophets helped. Now, time out a minute. Wait a minute. Let's take this as a note. Okay, go to Haggai. Oh, my God, it's going to take us forever. You know, that's Habakkuk, excuse me. It's going to take us forever to read Habakkuk. I mean, uh, where is it at? Haggai. Uh, Richard, is, is it is just two chapters? Uh, yeah. And guess what? You tell me if this is history or not. That's the reason sometimes... Well, I, 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 I don't really have a scripture I could quote out of Haggai. Yeah, that's probably because it's history. Look what he says. A message from the Lord. Haggai the prophet who delivered to... There he is, Zerubbabel. He is ten from Joseph. That's Jesus' dad. Notice, here it tells you who he is. He's governor. They let him be called governor. And to Joshua, the son of Joseph, the high priest, for it was addressed to them. In late August, in the second year of the reign of King Darius, right on point, okay? Right when they were told, cut it out. Now look at the value of what we hear here. Mercy. Look what he says. Why is everyone saying it's not the right time for building my temple? His reply to them is this. Is it the right time for you to live in luxurious homes? When the temple lies in ruins, now think the whole time, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You put God first. Yeah, but God may want me to be poor. That's not what it says here. You put God first, it's magically wonderful in your life. Here we go. Look at what he says. Look at the results. You forgot my temple? I mean, in other words, you're, you're, even though the king said, hey, don't, don't be building that thing. You plant much, but you harvest little. You have scarcely enough to eat or drink and not enough clothes to keep you warm. Your income disappears as though you were putting in pockets full of holes. Think it over, the Almighty says. Consider how you've acted and what has happened as a result. Then go up into the mountains and bring down timber and rebuild my temple. And I'll be pleased with it. He said, I don't care what that king says. You keep building the temple. I'll take care of that king for you. Watch this. Uh, He said, I will be pleased with it and appear there in my glory. 
You hope for, for much, but you get so little. When you bring it home, I blow it away. It doesn't last at all. Why? Because my temple lies in ruins and you don't care. Your only concern is about your own fine homes. That's why I'm holding back the rains from heaven and giving you such scant crops. In fact, I've called for a drought upon the land. Yes, and in the highlands too, a drought to wither the grain and the grapes and the olives. See, remember, they were on fire. We're going back to Jerusalem. God set it up. And then they get there, they go, well, I guess this, whatever. Whatever, we may as well worship the sun. No, 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 no. Look at this. He said a drop to starve both you and all your cattle and ruin everything you've worked so hard to get. You know, I've heard Baptist preachers, because I'm Baptist, and they actually think this is part of our life. You never know, God just might. No, it's a do this and the Lord will bless you here. Okay, anyway. Then Zerubbabel, the governor, and the Joshua, anyway, the high priest, and a few of the other remaining men, in the, they obeyed Haggai's message. They began to worship him in, interest, in earnest. Then the Lord told them again, sending a message through Haggai, I'm with you, I will bless you. Praise the Lord. We're going to watch what happens here when we go back to uh, oh, oh, Ezra. The Lord gave them a desire to rebuild his temple. All gathered in earth. Look at the time frame. They, they're marching on. Here, we're not done. So in early October, this was three months. In other words, they put down all their tools, said, well, I guess not. The prophet said, no, 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 get your tools back on. Work, get this temple back up. So they did. Anyway, uh, ask this question of the governor and the high priest and everyone left in the land. Who among you can remember the temple as it was before? How glorious it was. In comparison, it's nothing now, is it? But take courage, old Zerubbabel. Remember, that's Jesus's 10-year granddaddy, okay? He's David's 20-year grandson, actually 24, okay? Joshua and all the people take courage and work. Yeah, but what about that king? The king's going to have them all killed. Nope, don't worry. For I'm with you, says the Lord God Almighty. I promised you, oh no, now he's going to say that what happened with Moses really did. It did happen. I promised you when you left Egypt, my spirit would remain on you. So don't be afraid. The Lord God Almighty says, in just a little while, I will begin to shake the heavens and earth and the oceans too and the dry land. I'll shake all nations and the desire of all nations shall come to this temple and I'll fill this place with my glory, says the Lord God Almighty. Now, he ain't done. Look what he says. He's going to bring all back the, cap the captives, which was happening. The future splendor of the glory will be greater than the first one, for I have plenty of silver and gold to do it. I will give peace, says the Lord. Now, here we are. This has just been five months. In early December, in the second year of the reign of Dar King Darius, this message from the Lord through Haggai the prophet. Ask the priest this question about the law. If one of you is carrying a holy sacrifice in his robes and brushes against some bread or wine, does it become holy? Well, they knew better. No, it's liable to be contaminated. No, the priest said, holiness doesn't pass over things that way. It doesn't go that way. It actually goes the opposite. Then Haggai says, but if someone touches a dead person and so becomes uh, ceremonially impure, then brushes against something, does that become contaminated? Yeah, that's right. Haggai made his meaning clear. You people, he said, speaking for the Lord, were contaminating your sacrifices with living with selfful attitudes and evil hearts. And not only your sacrifices, but everything else you did as a service to me. In other words, they forgot the temple. So everything you did went wrong. Now can you see that, hey, everything that I do is supposed to, well, it's like I say, supposed to prosper. Anyway, let's keep going. Before, you expected a 20-bushel crop. And there's your money right there, okay? And there were only 10. 
You came to draw 50 gallons from the olive press, but there were only 20. I rewarded all your labor with rust and mildew and hail. Yet even then, you still refused to return to me, said the Lord. But note this, from today, boy, remember they got on the ball. Okay. From this day, the 24th of the month, as the foundation of the Lord's temple is finished, and from this day onward, I will bless you. Notice, I am giving you this promise now before you have even begun to rebuild the temple structure. And before you harvested your grain, before the grapes, the figs, the pomegranates have produced their next crop. From this day forth, I'll bless you. Now see, it's, it's hard to grab this and say, how does this apply to me? If you don't know what was going on. Oh, you definitely know it. I put it to you. Uh, but it makes so much more sense knowing what's behind it. Another message from Haggai from the Lord the same day. Tell Zerubbabel... The governor of Judah, I'm about to shake heaven and earth, overthrow thrones, destroy the strength of the kingdoms of nations. I'll overthrow their armed might and brothers and companions. They're going to kill each other. Well, that shaking place took place. There was four kingdoms right after Babylon, and the whole place turned upside down until the Romans got there. When this happens, I'll take you, O Zerubbabel, my servant, and honor you like a signet ring upon my finger, for I have chosen you, says the Lord God Almighty. Now, that is the end of Haggai. You can go home today going, Hey, I read Haggai. Now, let's go back and pick up where we left off. We were in chapter 4. Okay. Uh, no, we were, excuse me, right here. So here's those prophets. Now, they were told, do not work anymore. But the prophet said, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-mm. Keep going. So they did. And the prophets helped. Oh, but the bad guy. Look at this idiot. But Tatinia, the governor of the lands west of the Euphrates, Shethbol, whatever his name is, their command, they soon arrived in Jerusalem. Hey, who gave you permission to rebuild these walls? Boy, they're mad. So they asked, give me, what's your name? Phil, gotcha. What's your name, Laura? Mm-hmm, Janet, mm-hmm, Dustin, mm-hmm, Myrna, Bob. I got y'all. Trying to intimidate, weren't they? They also, okay, uh, but because the Lord was overseeing the situation, look at that. Now, where's, wow, he's not, he is overseeing you see how the Lord just says, I'm involved in your life if you will put me first. But anyway, because the Lord was overseeing the entire situation, this is Ezra chapter 5 verse 2, uh, our enemies did not force us to stop building, but let us continue while King Darius looked into the matter and returned his decision. Look what old King Darius finds out. The following letter, which Governor Tat and Shebar, whatever his name is, they sent to King Darius. To King Darius. Now, man, they're, they're going to say, I told you the Jews are out of control. Greetings. We wish to inform you that we went to the construction site of the temple of the great God of Jehovah, Judah. It's being built with huge stones and timbers being laid in the city walls. This work is going forward with great energy and success. We asked the leaders, who gave you permission to do this? We demanded their names so that we could notify you. Their answer was, we're working for the Lord. Wow. We're servants of the God of heaven. Now, they don't really care what you think. Look what they said. They were smart. Look what they said. We're building the temple as was constructed many centuries ago by the by a king of Israel. But afterward, our ancestors angered the God of heaven and he abandoned them. There it is. To King Nebuchadnezzar, destroyed this temple and exiled the people to Babylonia. Now, here, look what they knew. But they... Uh, insists that King Cyrus of Babylon, remember this is a letter, they're saying, hey Darius, look, they're trying to say King Cyrus, you know, 30 years ago said, okay, in the first year of his reign issued a decree that the temple should be rebuilt. And they say that King Cyrus returned the bowls, the gold bowls, silver bowls, which Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple in Jerusalem. 
and had placed them in the temple of Babylon. They say these items were delivered in the safekeepings of a man named, see all this history, historical record? Sheshbazar, when King Cyrus appointed a governor, oh, whom King Cyrus appointed as governor of Judah. Well, here we go. The king instructed him to return those bowls and to let the temple be built there. So Sheshbazar came and laid the foundation of the temple, and the people have been working on it ever since, though it's not complete. Look what they say. Now, we request you search the royal library in Babylon to discover whether or not King Cyrus ever made such a degree and then let us know. So here we go. Sorry, I got to finish. This, the answer is right here. So King Darius issued orders, made a search, be made in Babylonian archives and documents where the bozos were. Nobody kept records. They did too. Eventually, the record was found. In the palace of another fake thing. No, they had the record. They knew where it was. In the province of Media, this is what it said. In the first year wow, of the reign of King Cyrus, a decree has been sent out concerning the temple of God at Jerusalem where the Jews offer sacrifices. It is to be rebuilt. And I know you've heard this, but anyway. Its foundation is to be strongly laid. The height is 90 feet. The width is 90 feet. Boy, that's a pretty good-sized temple. 90 feet high. My house is 90 feet. You turn it on its edge. That's way up there. There'll be three layers of huge stones topped with layer of new timber. Look at this. All expenses paid by the king. Here's those gold bowls, the gold-silver bowls, which were taken from the temple by Nebuchadnezzar. I guess it never happened. They say it so many times. It uh, did happen. <laughs> Daniel records that. Uh, shall be taken back to Jerusalem and put in the temple as they were before. So Darius, look what Darius says. This is, you talk about Jesus taking care of things behind the scene for you. Oh, King Darius... He knew these guys were mad at the Jews. Uh, hey, <clears throat> to old Governor Shethar, whatever, and the other officials, you better listen up, guys. Don't disturb the construction of the temple. Let it be rebuilt on its former site. Look at that. Don't molest the governor. That's, who's that? Zerubbabel. Eight granddaddies from Jesus. Don't molest this guy. And their other leaders. Moreover, look at this. I decree that you pay the full construction cost. Oh, no. Remember when the story in Esther, when Mordecai was fixing to be, he was going to be killed by, what's that guy's name? Anyway. Oh, it's on tip of my tongue. Haman. Haman wanted him killed. Okay. And all of a sudden, he, things were sort of turning. Anyway, his wife told him, says, uh, husband, if he's a Jew, I don't care what you do, you ain't going to be able to beat him. <laughs> You know, and what's a great takeaway right there. Man, we're, 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 that's who we are. Anyway, I decree you pay the full construction cost without delay from my taxes collected from your territory. Give the priests in Jerusalem young bulls, rams, lambs for burnt offerings, the God of heaven, and give them wheat, wine, salt, olive oil each day. Now look what he says here. We're done here. Watch this. Watch. They'll be able to offer sacrifice, sacrifices uh, to the God of heaven, look at this, and pray for me and my sons. Wow. Anyone who attempts to change this message in any way will have the beams pulled from his house, built into gallows, in which he'll be hanged. Uh-oh. Boy, it bit him in the rear, didn't it? And his house shall be reduced to a pile of rubber, rubble. The God, uh, the God who chose this city of Jerusalem will destroy any king or any nation that alters this command and destroys this temple. I, Darius, have issued this brother. God, what's going to happen to me today? Well, what do you think is going to happen to you? We're, we're, we're following the same pattern here. We're blessed. Blessed going in, blessed going out. So, 
King or whatever, Governor Tat and Sheth and whoever is their companions, they complied at once with the command of King Darius. So the Jewish leaders continued their work and were greatly encouraged by, here they are again. Don't you know these guys are going, I told you, I didn't make it stuff up. You, you work on that temple over there and you watch what happens to your luxurious house. You watch what happens to your crops. The temple was finally finished as been commanded by God and decreed by Cyrus and Darius and old King Art, the kings of Persia. I guess there never was a kingdom of Persia, was there? Oh, yes, there was. The completion date was February 18th in the sixth year of the reign of King Darius. Look at this. Let's stop here. Watch this. The king was dedicated with great joy by the priests, the Levites, and all the people. During the dedication celebration, 100 young bulls, 200 rams, 400 lambs were sacrificed. 12 male goats were presented as a sin offering. Well, I wonder who sinned. <laughs> We've all made mistakes. And guess what? That sin offering is a daily sacrifice because you're going to blow something tomorrow, you know. But you'll never blow yourself out of heaven. You're not. The only way you keep that door locked and, and say, I don't want Jesus anymore, you're in trouble. But we're not doing that. Anyway, back to this. Then the priests and the Levites were divided into the various service corps. They got back on the ball to do the work of the Lord as instructed in the laws of Moses. The Passover was celebrated on the first day of April. Remember? When you're supposed to. For by that time, many of the priests and Levites had consecrated themselves. Remember, they were worshiping other gods in other countries. They all came back home, cleaned themselves up. Uh, and some of the heathen people who had been relocated in Judah returned to their immoral customs. No. And turn from their immoral customs and join the Israelis in worshiping the Lord. It looks like hay, but it's they. Uh, uh, well, no, I guess it is hay. No, no, they, they with the entire nation ate the Passover feast and celebrated. And then the Feast of Unleavened Bread for seven days. There was great joy throughout the land for the Lord. Had, here it is, you wrapped it up. The Lord caused the kings of Syria to be generous to Israel and to assist their construction of the Lord. Well, what's up with that? Pretty easy to figure out. You, know, you would have found that about Haggai and Zechariah on your own. That's how I found out. It said, hey, the prophets, Haggai and Zechariah. And I flipped over and went, well, I already knew, but I was sitting there. God, hey, I, I was just so curious. The book of Haggai was just, it was just a history book. Oh, we won't do it, but I, I just want to show you a header right here. Watch this. What about the other one? Zechariah. Look at this. These messages were given to Zechariah. Look at that. Dear November, the second year. Okay, wow. It matters. Okay. Uh, let's see. It, he's saying basically the same thing. But I want you to see something here. Watch this. Uh, I looked around. Let's see. Yeah, he said, uh, I saw. He was having a vision here. And he saw this man carrying a yardstick. What are you going to do? I'm going to measure Jerusalem. And look. What, remember, this is in the time frame of build a temple. Everything's going to work out. I want to see whether it's big enough. For all the people. Now wait a minute, Lord. I mean, we're on the decline. No, you're not, not. With the Lord, you're not on the decline. Then the angel talking to me went over to meet the other angel coming toward him. Go tell this young man, said the other angel. Jerusalem will someday be so full of people, they don't have room for it all. Many living outside the city walls and there are many cattle. And you, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. And yet they will be safe. Praise God. Let me skip. Look at this. The, look at that. The Lord God himself will be a wall of fire protecting them. That's got nothing to do with going to heaven. It's got everything to do with your worries down here on this earth. Let me speed forward. Watch this. I want you, just want you to see this. The angel showed me in my vision Joshua, the high priest. 
Look at this. Now this is the Joshua that was with Zerubbabel. Remember the king, he's governor. Zerubbabel, great, ten greats above Jesus. The high priest, they just, they're just together. You just, they're always in office together. Look what happened. This is a vision. He said, man, I saw an angel of the Lord. Satan was there. At the angel's right hand. He was accusing Joshua of many things. Well, see, the priest, we're just as guilty as everybody else. The Lord said to Satan, I reject your accusations. Yes, the Lord, I have declared, de- decided to be merciful to Jerusalem. I rebuke you. I have decreed to jo- to, to mercy to Joshua and his nation. They're like a burning stick pulled out of the fire. Praise God. Oh, I'm so perfect. Never made a mistake. No, that's not the story. Look at this. Joshua's clothing was filthy as he stood before the angel of the Lord. Then the angel said to the other one, remove his filthy clothes. <laughs> Joshua couldn't keep his mouth shut. Look what he says. Oh, oh. He said, I've taken away your sins and I'm now giving you new clothes. Then I said, hey, can you get a new turban? <laughs> can you have a new turban? Let me show you this. Watch. I'm sorry, but watch this. I just want you to see how it all ties together. Look at this. Here comes Jesus. Watch this. Then the angel of the Lord spoke very solemnly to Joshua and said, the Lord God Almighty, if you'll follow my paths and do all I tell you to, then I'll put you in charge of my temple and keep it holy. I'll let you walk in and out of my presence with these angels. Now listen to me, O Joshua, and all you priests. You are an illustration of the good things to come. God, look at the next phrase. Do you see it? Joshua represents my servant, the branch, who I'm going to send. That's the reason when Jesus came, he's fulfilling all these prophecies. There he is. He will be the foundation stone. No wonder Zechariah made the Bible. Well, of course. I will engrave this inscription on it seven times. Look at this. I will remove the sins of this land. Look at that. Can you figure that out? In a single day. I wonder what day that was. The old rugged cross. Golly. Mm, man. Well, we're about to run out. Oh. I thought I had something else. Anyway, that's, that's, that's enough right now. Man, mercy. Anyway. Anyway, like I said, talking about Zerubbabel there, that's because the, the discussion was when Zerubbabel and Joshua, well, anyway, while they were rebuilding. Father, we just thank you for your word today. We thank you, Lord, if we're faced with any trouble. Well, you'll fix it. And Lord, if we're hurting our bodies, well, you'll fix that. Financially, you'll take care of us, and no matter what we're faced with. So, Lord, that doesn't leave anything left but to leave details and tell others about what you've done in our life. And we're going to put you first, just like Zerubbabel and Joshua. They were told by Zechariah and Haggai, hey, keep working. Put, put the kingdom of God first. So that's what we're going to do. For us in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, we're right at 30 minutes. Praise the Lord. Good.